Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony. Don't forget to check out our website, DeskSquad.tv. Click on Tour Dates. You'll see all our shows, including Wednesday, October 8th, at the Comedy Store. We're doing a Desquad Secret Show, Wednesday, October 8th. That starts at 8.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale right now. Also, me, Dean Del Rey, and Tiffany Haddish are going on the road October 15th, we'll be in Grand Rapids, Michigan at Dr. Grin's. October 16th, we have two shows. Our first show is called The Death Squad Draft. It's a live podcast. Go to it. Watch it. If you're a comic, you could even sign up to be a part of it. Uh, Just bring your best three minutes of material, and we're going to choose a winner. And the winner gets to open up for us on the comedy show, which is at 9 o'clock at Columbus, Ohio, Funny Bone. Uh, So that's two shows. One starts at 7 o'clock, the Death Squad Draft live podcast. And then 9 o'clock, we have a comedy show. Also, October 17th, we'll be in Indiana, Morty's Comedy Joint. We're doing a late show there. It starts at 11.45 p.m. And then me and Tony Hinchcliffe are coming back to... Phoenix, Arizona on October 23rd. We also have two shows that are on sale now. uh, Sacramento, San Francisco, uh, coming to Toronto. uh, A lot of good stuff. And the best way to catch up on all of our shows is just go to DeskSquad.tv and click on tour dates. Don't forget to also check out our merchandise. We have now DeskSquad mugs, water bottles, t-shirts, hats, stickers, a bunch of crap. Just go to ShopSquad.tv. And check out Tony Hinchcliffe's website, TonyHinchcliffe.com. All right, guys, here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony Volume 2. Give it up for Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah, baby boy. Here we are again. This is Kill Tony, I believe, number 67. Welcome, everybody. Live audience, you guys are here. How you guys doing tonight? Happy Monday to you. Fuck yeah, I love that, uh, I love that energy. Um, nice to be here, episode 67, and live from the Comedy Store, as always. Another beautiful weekend in our lives. I spent my first weekend ever in Denver. Wow. By round of applause, how many people have been to Denver before? Wow, a lot of people. How many people have been to Denver since pot's been legal? Just one girl wooing. Is it everywhere? Is it just it's unbelievable. everywhere? It's every other, uh, it's every other like, fucking block. And it's the coolest thing because um, it's not like California where people go in and they're like smelling weed and like, so what's the best sativa and like all that stuff? It's just like, what do you, it's like a deli. They're like, what do you want? And they literally, sometimes they call a number. Like you'll pick a number. It's like a deli. But the people, it's like there's no bullshitting. you got to get right to the point. You're like, okay, okay, I'll take two of those joints and two of those joints. Wow. And it's easy breezy. All you hear is pating, 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 because they're just making money nonstop. Now, it is a it, fun land. Is everybody just completely ridiculously no, stoned? No, it's no? a perfect society. You can totally yeah. tell that their economy is being helped, and it's a That's beautiful great. everything. It's weird because last time I was in Denver I, at that club, yeah. I, uh, me and Ari had a bunch of weed left over, and so we hid it in the ceiling. Yeah. So it's, there's weed in the Ari ceiling. Ari mentioned that. Ari actually <laughs> swung by. Joe Rogan taped his one-hour special in Denver this weekend, guys, which is a really big deal. Uh, good friend of us. And um, it was unbelievable. So check that out when it comes out on Comedy Central. Rocky Mountain High, Joe Rogan's newest special. 
which I and he, and probably you, you've seen a lot of that material. We all think that it's his best special ever, so it's very exciting. I get to see it. It was unbelievable. Anyway, Denver was awesome, and it's good to be home. What did you do this weekend? Well, we had the des- the, our first Death Squad secret show here Wednesday. Uh, Doug Stanhope opened it, cold open. Oh, yes. No, no music or anything. He just walked out. It was awesome. We had Bill Burr. Uh, we had so many people coming to the show, and, and it, for tickets only going on sale Monday, it was almost it was, sold out. It was with, a big blowout. <laughs> it was great. They had that awesome Death Squad vibe of anything can happen, and Stan Hope really set the tone by cold opening the show. Yeah. No intro, no nothing. He just walked on stage with the spotlight, and uh, that was fun. Brian yeah. Moses hosted. A lot of good things happened, and uh, we have a lot more fun Death Squad shows coming up, don't y- we? Yeah, Mark Marin and Whitney already said that they want to be on the next one, so that's good news Thin. for us. Also, uh, just to get this out of the way, we are coming back to Columbus, Ohio. We're coming home. Yes. That's where Brian and I are from, guys. We weren't even friends there. We made friends in L.A. like show business professionals. Yeah. Even though we lived literally a mile away, we didn't know each other. It's true. So weird. Uh, but October 16th, we're bringing Kill Tony to the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. So if you're right. a, a comic listening to this in Columbus, Ohio, grab all your friends, sign up. Uh, we'll have a bucket just like here. Uh, we're going to be joined by Tiffany Haddish, the Cat Pack, and then we're doing a comedy show right after it. And then the following day, looks like we're going to be in Chicago at the Laugh Factory. Uh, that's, Boom. So that's going to be great. Can you say Midwest October Death Squad Tour, ladies and gentlemen? It's because be it's happening. It's going to be fun. Tonight, it's very exciting to be here. As always, our one and only sponsor, and I mean one and only sponsor, the great Elise Lane sitting right over there, ladies and gentlemen. Professional chef extraordinaire. Sure, we could have sponsors that give us money, and then we'd have to not say certain things on our podcast, but we get to say whatever we want. We do it on a full belly, because Elise Lane cooks for us every Monday. Tonight, she made me and Neil Brennan, your two vegans here tonight, chickpea salad sandwiches. For the meat eaters, they had roast beef horseradish aioli with arugula paninis. Boom. Delicious. And she also made cured salmon with pickled fennel on brioche. Did I say that right? Wow, I said the fancy uh, culinary words correctly this week, which is a first. Thank you, live audience. It's great, though. If you're, if you're having a party and you want her to cater it, or if you ha- have a you know, business lunch that you want catered or anything, uh, look her up. She's on Twitter. At Elise Lane. That's spelled strangely. E-L-Y-S-E-L-A-I-N. Not how you'd think Elise would be spelled. Also, not how you think Lane would be spelled. Nobody's paying attention right now. Uh, she, you can, she can also be found on The Girl with the Pan on both Facebook and Instagram. So if you guys are into food porn and crazy pictures of awesome food to make yourself hungry while eating ramen noodles, uh, look that stuff up. We also have one of our favorite regular uh, guests, our uh, favorite regular audience members here, and he just got back from three months in Tokyo. Put your hands together for Weekly Fascination is yeah. back in the States. And he brought us gifts. Yeah. Brian, what did he get you? He gave me a, got me a cool T-shirt, this really awesome bottle opener, which has a, it looks like a, I don't know, a cat or something on there, and a, a lighter, which has, uh, what's this stand for again? Rapongi, which is the, the, the nightclub district in uh, Japan. Which and is... he got me an I Love Rapongi t-shirt that you see right here. And the newest addition, permanent addition to the Kill Tony set, our first ever ninja star, ladies All and right. gentlemen. So if I can't reach you with the sword, I'm going to throw this shit. 
It's going to be so funny if somebody did try to kill you. We have all these weapons up here. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> but they're all fake weapons, so nobody try. Thank you. <laughs> it's all actually just rubber, so don't get any ideas. Um, this is Kill Tony 67. Josh Martin, am I right on that? 67? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Put your hands together for Josh Martin, showrunner, producer, runaround guy. Sets up stuff, runs around like an animal. Uh, takes good care of us. He's at Josh Martin Comic on Twitter, one of the funniest young rising talents here at the store. Speaking of funny rising talents, we always have a young comic or a fun guest when we get a chance to do that play, our weekly head of security. We always have somebody to keep us safe here on this show, stand next to the stage, make us feel like we're protected. Used to be the Iron Patriot. He had the job full time. He was doing it every week for up to 30 some episodes and then he said that he got too big for the show. To show him how replaceable he is, we've brought in a brand new person to do his job exactly like he did it every week since then. This week, it's his second time being the Patriot, a very funny young rising talent. You've heard him here on this podcast a few times. Put your hands together for Scott Kidd, the nerd Patriot. Super nerd. few episodes ago when Chris D'Elia and Ron Funches were on the show, and he is back. Scott Kidd, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Oh, look at you. You're like fucking little uh, John Travolta over there or something. I don't know. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> Pretty well. Not too shabby. How you doing, man? How you doing, Brian? Very well. Excellent. It looks like there's something missing from your uniform. I, I feel like there's something missing. You didn't put the shoulder pads on. Did I? No. They're on really tight. Oh. Did he put it on tighter than most people do? Because the chest doesn't come out at all. <laughs> he miss it. He's yeah. missing something. Yeah, You're right. Something's weird. Yeah, there's no treasure in this sunken chest. Mm. Oh, I bet you've actually done that on stage before. <laughs> and I bet it's failed miserably. <laughs> actually, and like, not so much. Maybe it'll work right now since he just mentioned chest thing and it still didn't work. Damn. But you've said that before on stage. You said that you had a sunken chest and there's no treasure there. Am I right? Not about me, about a guy. Boom. So you said it on stage. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that you're floating out material that hasn't worked before. It worked the first time because a guy had a tattoo of a treasure chest on his chest. It was his first tattoo, and he's kind of a moron. So it worked very well. Was he in the audience? No, he, it was a roast. It was for him. Moving right along. Was he, wear <laughs> was, he, was he wearing a shirt at the time of the roast? Uh, yeah, but it was a button-down, because it was in Louisiana. That's what... You did a roast in Louisiana? Of yeah. some guy that has a treasure chest on his chest? Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't anything to do with race? Oh. No. No. I don't even understand that reference. <laughs> a ro a roast in the South. Oh, I gotcha. Um, well, that's an interesting roast. How long ago was that? Jeez. Oh, Seven fuck. years ago? Fuck it. Let's move on. How long have you been doing stand-up? I started in 05. You've been doing stand-up nine years? No, off and on for about five years. Yeah, I took a little break. Took a little break, guys. Don't look, recommend look, it. Look what you could do uh, after nine years of stand-up comedy, everybody. If that, if that doesn't make you believe, I don't know what will. You guys ready to get this thing started and meet tonight's guests or what? I am so excited about tonight's show. I know I always say that, and I usually am being honest, but this time I'm really, really, really being honest. These are two guys that I've had the pleasure of working with and looking up to for years, two of the smartest, funniest pals that I know. 
Put your hands together for him, everybody. It's Neil Brennan and Brian Callen. Oh my gosh. Look at her butt. Look at her butt. Look at her butt. Look at her you know them from movies, TV, their stand-up special, yeah. so much sports fun Sports from sports, you know us from sports. Yes, professional, super athletes. Yeah, I Maybe. do sports. <laughs> Such a weird thing. I'm sponsored by sports. Welcome, guys. <laughs> this is both of your first appearance, which is uh, a crazy, crazy situation considering that we've done 67 episodes. I God. can't believe this is both of your first Yeah, time. I'm insulted. Comedy store, and on also Monday thank night. you for not making me do this sooner, <laughs> Neil. Thank you for not making me come to the comedy store at eight o'clock on a Monday. Yeah. On Monday, Monday Emmy, Emmy, too. Emmy Monday, Holy yeah. Monday, as I call it. I have a step class at this time usually, but my teacher called in sick. So I'm have you guys ever been nominated for an Emmy? I have. I have. You have, Damn it. right? Yeah. Chappelle's show. Yeah. Did you guys win? Were you nervous? That's unbelievable. Were you nervous when it was I coming? thought I was going to win. Was it season one I was or not, season, it's season two? Season two. I was nominated oh for God. three Emmys. Oh. One was for directing. Chappelle was on the aisle. They go, hey, Dave, would you mind switching with Neil? I'm like, oh, I fucking got it in the bag. <laughs> and uh, Louis J. Horvitz won for directing the Academy Awards. I guess it was funnier than Rick James, everybody. I guess that's a better sketch. God. Two. So that um, was my Emmy star. That's amazing to me because I've always said outgoingly and aggressively that season two of The Chappelle Show is my favorite season of comedy television oh, ever. Thank you very much. Me and, too. Uh, Neil Brennan, if you don't know, is the co-creator of that show. Guys, come on. Come on, guys. Guys. I mean, that hit a generation so hard. And I was in high school at the time. And uh, I remember like going to a Cedar Point, a big amusement park around where I uh, grew up. Anyway... And I remember just at the time, it was so hot. People were just yelling that stuff everywhere. You could hear it everywhere. All ages and pe- other, old people would laugh at it. Young people, everybody knew what was going on. It really and, healed the country. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm, glad, uh, I'm glad to have you guys on because, I, I, you know, it's crazy. All that stuff, you know, going to high school and watching that and then getting to do stand-up with you all the time. Yeah. And, you know, the same with you, Brian. I brought watching you up. on the great Mad TV, everybody. Go Brian on, yes. Allen. go on. Hangover on, 1, guys. Hangover 2, old Back. school. I'd like to point out, not the same level of applause that I got. I know, <laughs> I know. The Markedly in. more tepid. That's because they're trying to figure out who I was. Who was he in is the Hangover? Will, was that? Is that Bobby Lee? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever worked with anything uh, quite like the Iron Patriot this close to you? Uh, I like the break. You know, I love a breakdancing robot, yeah. so I, I liked it. Yeah, I went, Thank you. Yeah, I was at a sex party and we all had to wear masks, but nothing like that. Oh, uh, wait, I think I was there. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a great. <laughs> <He's> a, <laughs> that's actually the real thing. Yeah, it's the real guy. Um, that's a fake laugh. The second one was fake, right? There, there was. I met there was a girl that I spoke to one time who said that she was in the gym and there was a guy with an with a gas mask on and some guys work out like that because it's hard to breathe and it, it ups your you get in better shape I guess and then I said why were you staring at him what was it and she goes I just had this fantasy of him with this gas mask and just getting on top of me anonymously and just having sex with me. Wow. I remember finding that very strange but very erotic at the same time. Yeah. There's something about a masked man. I'd like to point out that that's going to be the first of many creepy things that Brian says tonight. 
That's, that's kind of creeping sexual non sequiturs. Another woman came up to me once. No, uh, here's another creepy thing. My friend is very gay, and he, he's a young man, and he said, he goes, he was talking about John McCain, the senator, and how hot he was. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, I just like older men. I go, but yeah, but he's, he's chalk white, and like he has the skin of an elephant. He's like, I know, dude. I just, I don't know. I got this thing. I was like, we see yeah, the that's, world so that's what I like about gay dudes, wow. is they, they all like, they like like the young sort of, like you know, twinks. smooth twink, but then they also yeah. like old hairy fucking. It's the best. Yeah, man. Yeah. Big bears. Big bear. They got terms for and it. They always know what they love. Yeah, like like I, I have an old friend. He used to be the manager here, and his name was Ryan. Is Ryan Goldfinger? And sometimes uh, he sends me pictures because he knows I think it's so funny when he's hanging out with a bunch of bears because it's what makes him happy. And he sent me one a couple months ago of him in Arizona where he lives now, and they were having a pool party. And I swear to God, it's just him. And like ten guys, all of them at least three hundred pounds, and just the smile on his face <laughs> of happiness. Just he's like a little. Kid. Yeah, well, that's the great thing about being gay. They will hang out with you. Like yeah. I can like a type of woman, and they're not all <laughs> right. going to go like, yeah, we'll exactly. hang out with yeah. you. Exactly. You don't end up in a pool with ten of them at one yeah. time, surrounded by a sea of fur and dick. Now. <laughs> Every week, uh, we always have the Patriot ask our guests uh, a question uh, about, uh, about something that the Patriot is interested in finding out about them. So why don't you go ahead, in any order, Patriot, fire it off. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Brian. Yeah. You've been in, like they said, The Hangover, also uh, old school, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, just a shitload of stuff. But uh, <laughs> my favorite, my personal favorite, uh, original cast of Matt TV. Yes, sir. Uh, my particular favorite sketch was uh it was like an infomercial you had a little red bow tie and dennis in the box is that the yes, one? yes exactly what was it called i played uh, a guy for uh, this i did a really bad uh australian i was dennis in the box or something like that i don't know what the, the accent was sort of like this general you know this, they do an australian accent i was like all right then i will you know it was just really weird but it was take that, taken after a real guy and i i you can buy this box and you can do your own dentistry or cosmetic surgery in a box and it comes in a box. Oh, all right, good. That's fun. It was very funny. So I don't know if... uh, I forget the uh, cast member that you're working with. Dave Dave Herman. Thank you. Very Uh, talented. But my question was, if not he... Which cast member do you find to be the most fun whenever you're working on Mad TV? Phil Lamar... Artie Lang was always the funniest person. Artie Lang is still the funniest person off the cuff I've ever met in my life. Like I've never seen anybody like he would improvise songs where we're joking around, and he his ability to just improvise and rhyme a song, it, it was just it was just astounding. But Phil Lamar was a guy when I would do sketches with him was a guy where I, I literally would look at him and say, "Well, I have no idea how he does that. Like I don't know how he's that good and always that good. Like I, I just never had." And the other thing is that he'd been doing sketch for 10 years, so, you know, but he's just one of those guys who could do everything better than me. Everything. Physical stuff, everything. Uh, Boom. Phil Lamar, that's your answer. What do you got for Neil? Well, Neil, very popular guy. (laughs) Uh, Handsome, too. It felt that condescending, but go ahead. (laughs) That was my upbringing, but anyway. uh, Stand up, of course, as well as the Chappelle show. Sure. Uh, he wrote uh, for Half Baked, yes. which I personally love. Thank you very much. Um, but my question is... Done a ton of shit. Tons of... <laughs> just a creepy just voice. Just a ton of shit. Just a ton of shit. Also directed Brian in a Jeremy Piven movie called The Goods. Yeah! Look for it, guys. Look, you're going to have to look hard. That's right. 
didn't. It's what they call underperformed. It's funny though. <laughs> it was a good but, movie, uh, actually. It's a funny movie. Yeah. But Neil, uh, what do you think about yourself, or what it is about you, that Dave Chappelle just loves to work with you so much? You know, uh, I don't know if you've read any papers. I don't know if that's still true. Um, uh, no, I don't know. I fun, I'm funny. Like, I'm um, funny, and, you know, we had, like, a shared uh, sort of aesthetic, so, because we met when we were super young, when we were, like, 17, so he, we sort of liked the same shit, and we're the same age, pretty much, so, like, we sort of knew what the other one would want. You guys met would in, want. what, Boston? DC? No, we met, I met in New York. Uh, I was there for film school, and he was there for uh, showbiz. Wow. He went, he moved when he was 17. I did, too, actually, to, for film school mm-hmm. at NYU. So how so, long uh, were you guys friends until you... Uh, we were friends for like f- f- 12 years before the show. Wow. 10 or 12. Yeah, something like that. Amazing. Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, guys, 12-year friendships, they, they can happen. Yeah. Half-Baked, another... Thank you very Another much. one of my true favorites. So much dick. Another one. So much. So, so many great things so in that movie dick. that I fucking Thank love. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you, Robert. So let's do it. But, I, you know, on top of all these crazy things that they've done, these are two of my favorite stand-up comedians, and that's what this show's all about. We've yes. had over 20 comedians yes. sign yes. up tonight clap for the opportunity to do one minute on clap stage. Me, but mostly give it to Brian. Yeah. We're going to talk stand-up with these guys. It's creepy noises. And, uh, yeah, I love what you're doing. All right. Tony, you're doing a heck of a job you guys right are Im- playing a little improvisational game. I'll play along. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm doing something. Over 20 comedians signed up for the chance to do one minute tonight. Comedians, you know that your one minute is up when you hear the sound of a kitty. That means wrap it up. Is that, is that as loud as it gets? If we're, what is it? Is it someone making a cat there you noise? Go, there you go, kitty. It's got to be it. Uh, oh, great. All right, good. Fucking kitty cat. There's a cat there. That means you got to wrap it up. Because if you keep going, you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. That's good. The podcast Yeah, I feel like I heard that. an eagle before the bear, though. Yeah. yeah. Did I not hear an eagle? There's a warning. Does the, the bear eagle, does the the eagle, eagle foretell the bear? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have our bear mic. Eagle with it. There's no time to. <laughs> eagle with that bear. He just die. Yeah, yeah. There's no warning. We have our bear mic'd up and sometimes <laughs> other animals. If there's an eagle here, that must mean blah. And you're dead. All you get out is bet and you die. You didn't say bear. Bet and you die. Sorry, Tony. I love you guys. Bring the next fucking comic. I gotta say, the you guys, one, are, you, you guys should be giving one. Brian. Uh, you, I want to just say, be more generous to the comics than you've been to Brian. I feel like you haven't given him enough. Yeah. Honestly, Where I feel you like you've been, be? you've been about right on with me. Where would you, you guys be without I my? Yeah. Brian, I feel like you're not. You're holding back on it. I don't want you to do that. Yeah. Thank you. You guys ready to get Kill Tony '67 all the way bumping? We're going to the bucket, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Here we go. Your first comedian doing one minute. Live on Kill Tony 67 is Brandon Bricks. Oh, shit. Already, you know what that means. I don't see Brandon Bricks. That means he just got blacklisted. He passed All right. Every patriot has their different take on uh, the noises and actions they decide to make when somebody gets blacklisted. Scott Kidd just blacklisted Brandon Bricks who signed up and missed his spot. So now, that means he's permanently banned from, uh, from Kill Tony and banned from the comedy store for six months. 
the Bobby Lee role. I just got a note. He passed away about two minutes ago. So sad. <laughs> Put your hands together for your first comedian, Dusty Lester. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what that means? Two in a row. Dusty Lester. He's 19. Get him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah go him. grab him. Definitely. Come on, Dusty. What, what, what do the... Oh, that's always fun. So that automatically means that this is pretty much going to be this guy's first time on the show. That's they have to bring him in in like a hood like Guantanamo Bay, right? Yeah. He's under... Since it's a 21 and over club, uh, people under 21 have to wait outside. They're not even allowed to hang out inside of the building. But we give them a chance to sign up. And if somebody was nice enough, and he was, to go get him, then that's about to happen. So we're about to have a 19-year-old on the stage by the name of Dusty Lester. I, don't I, remember, like I actually don't remember 19, and I'm not kidding. Really? Well, I guess I was a sophomore or a junior in college. What were you doing? Were you like a... Just, were you just like, a lot of karate. Where'd you go, uh, where'd you go to college? American <laughs> University. I love that answer. What were you doing at 19? A lot of karate, a lot of fucking... So you loved the answer you just gave? Yeah, I'm telling you. gave the answer, then you told us I'm how much talented. you loved it. It just comes out. They gave you a good laugh on that, and now you're fucking. And I, and I hit then him, you yeah. fucking. But then, then I you, added to it. I yeah, go, then you okay. fucking go like, let me tell you how no, great I, I am. To the joke. Now I gonna, to the that's joke. why they hold back, because they can feel that energy. Right. Here he is. He's 19. Dusty Lester, everybody. Dusty, you got a minute. How we doing, folks? All right. I want to tell you all about the first time I got started in the comedy. Me and my girlfriend went down to this club in Atlanta and I got inside, I got on stage, I got about three or four words out of my mouth and this big old black lady stands up in the background and she's like, you ain't funny, you need to kill yourself. It embarrassed the daylights out of me. I put the mic in the stand, I, I grabbed my girlfriend and we left. And on the ride home I was telling my girlfriend, honey if you ever embarrass me like that again. <laughs> Good joke. Good joke. But, she, but you know, my girlfriend gets mad at me, but I, I've done her a solid. I feel like I've done her a solid, you know, because my girlfriend used to tell me after really great sex, she'd always crave a cigarette. And I can honestly say after six months of dating, my girlfriend quit smoking. <laughs> but anyway, my girlfriend got mad at me the other day because I got mad at her because she called my little cousin fat. You ain't supposed to do that, tell a little kid that they're fat, unless it's my uh, girlfriend's little brother, because I hate that dumb bastard. The other day, I was like, young man, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he... <laughs> All right. Is that my time? Yeah. It's your time. No, 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 no. Good that's job. just what a regular you... thing. Those things yeah. just happen. That's the bear. No, yeah, that's your time. Well done, Justin. Yeah, Justin. Justin, Dusty, 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 hold on. Dusty, Dustin. stay here. Where are you going? You, can, you get to stay here because you're on stage. All right, terrific. You're 19, huh? What's that accent? Where are you from? I'm from, uh, I'm from Tennessee. You want a drink? I love a drink. <laughs> 19. You look every bit of 28. You know that, right? Well, that's great, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's, it's so lighting. comfortable. It's a lighting. It's a lighting. How Very long? great stage presence, man. Yeah, how long have you been on stand-up? I've been doing it for about a, a year and a half. Wow. I just won a Uncle Cloud's comedy contest at yeah, Burbank. Yeah, well, so. I knew I knew you from somewhere. Go ahead. <laughs> Just keep writing, man. You're funny. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, hey, Dustin, did you, is, the, is it the same girlfriend in every joke? Yeah, she's black. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. You should just say that on like the second, maybe the third joke. Be like, you know my girlfriend, she's black. From the first, you might remember from the comedy club, the one who heckled me. Uh, every once in a while, sprinkling little details about her. Little details yeah. about her. And she's yeah. got big titties. There you go. Right. But save that for like the fifth one to joke about her. I don't know if you guessed it, but she's got big titties, you my said, girlfriend. You said she's got big titties like you're making her up in your head as you go along. <laughs> she's got big titties, too. Uh, and, well, she uh, does. I mean, two Is this a real girlfriend? 
Yeah, I swear it's real. <laughs> and they're real. And Where they're does real. she live? She lives in Tennessee. She lives in Tennessee. Is she older than you? She's 18. She's finishing up school. Wow. Uh, I, was, I, was about to, I was about to be creeped out, and then I remembered you're 19. <laughs> like, oh, my God, 18. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. I, got, I got horny. Uh. And she's a, she, she sounds like a lady. You know what I mean? The, the voice in the, in the comedy club sounded like she was, a, I was picturing like a 45-year-old yeah. like legal secretary. <laughs> but she's just an 18-year-old black girl. 18 With year big old, old like, titties, big y'all. old titties, man. Y'all, big old titties. y'all never seen. Y'all should come to Tennessee. You want some titties? Has she seen you do stand up? No. How long you been dating her? Does she know about it? That sounds like she you're don't know that secret. I talk about her. Oh. She does now. This is a yeah. podcast. <laughs> you're about to get blackmailed. Yeah. No, they don't have <laughs> blackmailed. They don't. I'm sorry to say they don't have podcasts that, yet in Tennessee. Oh, that's right. Oh. <laughs> that that'll bring out the sister in her if she finds out. So I like it. That's a setup for a joke if I've Hell ever yeah. heard one. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, how many? Uh, you get to do a lot of stage time in Tennessee. What's it like out there? Uh, yeah, there's. I mean, there's like bars you could do six days out of the week, and then there's a comedy club you could do every Thursday. You in Nashville? Knoxville. Side splitters. Side splitters. What's gotcha. the name of the comedy club? How long you been in L.A.? Uh, about two and a half months. Are you staying here? You live here now? Yeah, I live on Melrose. Does your girlfriend know oh. you're out here? Oh, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't need your exact address or anything. But uh, <laughs> I've done, I've done uh, side splitters. That's Bobby Jewell's club, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, name drop. You know my friend Road Dog Brian Callen, right? <laughs> How's Bobby Jules? Tell Bobby Jules I say hello. I had a good time in Knoxville, man. There's a doorman a named time. Ralph, isn't there? <laughs> Tell Ralph, send Ralph my re- Tell uh, regards. Tell Ralph I say hey. That place is pretty wild. I had some wild times there. I'll tell you after. I can't talk about it on the air. Ooh la la. A lot of dicks. Yeah, I'm a real. I'm what they call. I'm what they call a, a stud. <laughs> talk to him afterwards. In the comedy world, I'm what's known as a stud, a road stud. You understand? How many, t- how many times uh, a week are you going up? About probably about four or five. That's great, and, man. And, and your girlfriend, this real person that exists, who lives under your tongue, has no desire to come see you do your life. Well, she's still finishing up school. It ain't like she could high school. Is it? Is it does she Holy go to school? <laughs> oh my god, it was. He I was said, a yeah. is, she, is school in Europe? Just fucking go to a. It's not like it's round the clock. Like, gosh, she's finishing up school. That takes. That's twenty four hours a day. All right. She can't get into clubs though. She's eighteen. And either can. Have her. Well. Get, <laughs> give, we her, got give, him her, in. give her my number three one zero. What is she doing? What does she want to do? I mean, after she graduates high school, what does she want to do? Is she going to come out here? You, you, you making it work? You talking to her? She likes to do paintings and stuff. So. Really? That's yeah. Tennessee for she's an artist. <laughs> <laughs> she, she actually likes to hunt, too. She actually likes oh. to hunt, too. She's really? Yeah. Artistic hunter. A black girl that likes to hunt, man. Wow. Only in Tennessee. You can what could possibly like go wrong? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And by art, you mean tagging, right? Uh, is she thinking come about on, moving Red out Band. here? Red Band, come on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, January, well, January, she's supposed to fly out. January, here. is that her name? Uh, do, do, do you what? Think, nothing on a good black girl joke? Come on, people. January, nothing? Do you think uh, you're going to get a side bitch when she, while, you know, because January is a, fi- like, a long time a side away. Bitch. Side Just say side, say side, <laughs> side piece. Side piece, side chick. They would so she many is. options, you creep. <laughs> Are you pretty loyal You're gonna to her? Side unit? You're going to get a side unit? Side cunt? You're going to get some side cunt, you think? 
her side cunt. She might get some side dick because she's black and black people obviously have Come on. Why money. are you guys doing this to me? Put me in a tough spot. Wait, wait. What was that thing you just said at the end about black people? Hold on a second. I wanted to hear the rest of that. Wait, she's getting some side dick because you know black I people. I hope she's not getting no side dick. No, 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 dick, no, 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 no. That's, a di- no, that's like not what I asked. she's in Tennessee. So. What did you say a second ago when you said she's probably getting side dick? You know those black people have an advantage on... In other words, black, oh, no, black guys black have guys. penises. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. One of their many advantages black people have. <laughs> right. So I'm sure those two black guys in Knoxville, Tennessee are really making their move right now since you're out here. That makes me feel better, yeah, because there's not a whole lot of black people in, in Tennessee. Dusty Lester, hey, is Dusty, that your you know real we, name? Dusty, you know we like you, right? I hope so. You did a good job. All right, good. We like you. I just want you to... I had a lot of fun here. It's a good place. Yeah, no, we want you to, I want you to have the energy of being liked. Woo! <laughs> yeah. 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 That's more like it. Let's go like, kill a deer, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, that... It's Tennessee. You, you had us at Wahoo. Uh, <laughs> Dusty Lester, and that's your real name. Like that sounds like what I would name a, a, a character that I wrote that's from Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Dusty Lester. Dusty Lester. <laughs> yeah. Or it sounds like a like. John. I, I had bad nicknames growing up in school. Like you know when I was you know walking like down the hallway, they'd be like, "Hey, look, it's Dusty Lester, Mexican molester." Nickname was so bad. I'm, I was a virgin till I Dusty was. Dusty Lester sounds like an alias. Do you know Dusty what I mean? Like Lester. John Walsh. It's like, we're looking for John Stevenson, a.k.a. Dusty Lester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dusty Lester. He goes by many names, Dusty Lester. Lester. Lusty Duster. Duster. <laughs> Lusty Duster. Lusty Duster. So, Dusty, you've been having fun doing stand-up in L.A.? You getting a lot of spots out here? Yeah, man. It's, it's definitely it's, it's going good. And, uh, What's the most time you've ever done? Like... Probably 12 minutes. Did you mention, is every joke about your girlfriend? No, but a lot of them is. <laughs> well, just keep doing it, man. Yeah, keep great, yeah. Funny, man. great job, funny. Dusty. Yeah. Please Dusty. come back. I saw you at the Laugh Factory like two nights ago with Dan Cook, yeah. and they printed my ticket off as Dusty Wester. That's a fucking crazy story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Shitty. I Good be, job, Dusty. Hey, you, you might, Dusty, you might, we like you, bro. You don't have a Twitter? You don't have a Twitter? I got a Facebook. As a comic, you really should get a Twitter. Yeah. I love that you put your email on here. Uh, since you don't have a Twitter on the Twitter line, he has his actual email, but I'm not going to put that out. But if you would like to follow him on Facebook, I'm pretty sure he's the only Dusty Lester on there. Uh, thank you so much, Dusty. Have yeah. fun. Thanks, Dusty. I had a good time. See you, buddy. Lester. Oh, yeah, there Dusty, you go. Dusty, we like you, man. Fuck yeah. Do you follow automotive news or do you just like cars and want to see what the heck's going on? Well, then you might like Donut Media's new podcast, The Big Three. Hi, I'm James Pumphrey. And every week, me and my co-host slash two of my top five friends, Nolan Sykes and Joe Weber, unpack the latest and greatest in automotive news and trends on The Big Three. You'll also get a lot of laughs, hot takes, and personal insight on cars from the biggest car guys in automotive media. So, whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes, up, that's a good-looking car, <laughs> check out The Big Three, available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the full videos at Donut Podcasts on YouTube.
That's the kind of fun stuff that happens. A 19-year-old to get things started. Good stuff. I feel like he should have like like a hobo's like stick with a bindle on the end of it. Just like I'm gonna hit the road, y'all. Fuck yeah. That's so fun. That's so fun. Well, let's keep this fun train moving along. Dusty, good old man. How do you follow? What in the name of Dusty Lester's going on here? <laughs> Dust. Okay, your next comedian goes by the name of Rob... Sweet Dusty Lester. <laughs> Rob Lewis, everybody. Rob Lewis! Yes. Come on down, oh, Rob Lewis! Oh, shit. Damn, that's a lot of them. You know what that means. Rob Lewis, you just got blacklisted. Oh, God, it got worse. Oh, uh, Rob Lewis, you missed try, a big break. Got to try something different if it happens twice. I know twice. people you in show just... business. I'll get you in the pictures. Okay. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Jeremy Lopez. Yeah. Here he comes. I see him. He's coming out. Yeah. He is. He's got a full head of steam. I like it. Jeremy Here comes Lopez, the hood. ladies and gentlemen. I like it. Yeah. I like what I'm seeing. So, guys, what's everybody doing? Just recently got through a breakup. Found out my girlfriend was cheating on me. I opened my apartment door and I see this guy, you know, in his boxer sitting on my couch. My initial reaction was like, who the fuck is this guy, you know? My girlfriend, she was in the kitchen. She came around the corner, you know? She was like, oh, this? This is my cousin Pablo. This is my cousin Pablo. I was like, oh, this is your cousin Pablo. This motherfucker's Asian. <laughs> <laughs> got this uh this eight ball right here it's pretty cool uh, in english class in english class i was never good at like uh school english was my like worst subject you know how you have like a word and it has two different meanings like this is an eight ball but this is also an eight ball oh, shit the fuck when i was younger i uh I wanted to marry a black chick because I thought when you marry a... All right, then. I'm done. Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. All right. All right. Well, uh... Is that real blow? Can you just... <laughs> put it on my iPhone. Were you just here on regular business and you were like, oh, there's a note? <laughs> uh, well, if, if, let me tell you this. The first I saw the actual eight ball and then I saw you put it in your pocket and at that moment I'm like, this guy's either the laziest prop comic <laughs> or the world's worst magician. He just he will only use props that he can carry with him. He's like yeah. a... All right, fuck you guys. And all right. I, I didn't props. even explore the premise. I fuck it. Go ahead. Sorry. So I love that, uh, I love that you made the connection between 8-Ball and 8-Ball, and then you said what? You, what came first? Did you buy the eight ball? Did you see it for sale, like a yeah. little tiny eight ball? And saw, you're like, well, I if I get ball. that, then I could put baking soda in a plastic baggie and I could do an eight ball, eight ball joke. Yeah, exactly how, right. How, uh, how, many, how, many, how many nights have you had to carry each of those in your pockets, working um, that out? About seven days. Seven days. Have the cops <laughs> taken an interest in your act now? <laughs> not, not yet. How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, about a year. Cool. Do you always put the hood up? Yeah, always. What do you always. What do you think it does? It's Protects like a, you. It's like bit. a mask. Yeah. It's like a mask. It's like still, a mask still that get doesn't work you, at all. You still get nervous. <laughs> yeah. you, you still get nervous when you get up here. Yeah, always. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember doing stand-up like the first time. The first year would ruin my day when I knew I had to do stand-up. Really, first two years. Yeah. And then you think you got it, and then I went and did some show, and I thought I had it because I had a great set by accident, <laughs> and then I go do this show at like the Boston Comedy Club in yeah, New yeah. York. And I get up there, that, 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 just crickets, crickets. And I remember just sitting in the cab going home, just realizing this is a tough gig. Man. This is the worst. Yeah, and, and you're talking to, like, arguably the greatest of all time. <laughs> so it's just weird that I've come this far. I don't, I don't mean to make it about me, but I mean, it's kind of exciting that I I'm mean, actually it's better. Doing this. Things are better when they're about you. Right. But you should take my workshop. It's uh, 20 grand, but it's for, for, for three weeks. And, no, um, just. just uh, it's funny. Stand up is one of those things you can't fake. It just takes a long time. How long? How many? How much time do you have? How many jokes do you got? Not that many. Like five? Yeah, about like seven. Chris Rock is a friend of mine. I'm going to give him a call for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first joke you had, you had a lot of build up, and then you got to the joke, and it seems like a good idea maybe is to expand it a little bit more. Like, yes. like maybe say, hey, you know, he's Asian. Uh, or, or, but it's also your cousin. You can say something like, "You slept with your cousin." You can say what happens. You know, you con- did you confront the guy? Uh, it's it's just, a made-up story. Yeah, I know it's a made-up story. Well, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you have a good point, Brad. Because yeah. one of the things I always tell comics, like younger comics, is it's really important not to treat your set like it's a noun. So in other words, like, oh, I got this bit, and that's how it's going to stay. I think you should always treat it like it's a verb. Always look at it as constantly changing, and always keep. Just keep coming back to it and never be satisfied and keep expanding. Like, just follow that thread. So a lot of times the first joke is just a gateway to a whole world. So if you get, that's a mindset. Get into that sort of growth mindset, that idea that you know, you're, you're starting with an idea and let that idea, it's like a plant. Planet that seed and just keep you, watering You see it. love as a verb as well, I right? I sure do, buddy. I sure do. <laughs> so true. But I got to say, Red Band, Red Band even found something really, really interesting out of that. And that's that uh, I think it's on top of... You got that funny line, right? About, uh, you know, he's Asian, whatever. But it's actually the funniest thing now that cousin. I heard him mention it yeah. is that her way out of it, her lie was that she was fucking her cousin. Right. There's a lot to yeah. be dealt with there. That yeah. that was her way out. And who yeah. is she? What does she look like? What does he look like? What, what, why are you dating her? You can just keep going. Get personal with it. It takes a long time, but you know, I think a good way to start writing is kind of ask yourself some really personal questions. What are you ashamed of? What are you afraid of? Who would you rather be? Have you seen your act? Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> exactly. But that's where you want to reach to, kind of the more it's personal. It's dancing and animals. Well, that's my, that's, no, that's my pop album, but I also have a very artistic, the stuff I do in Europe, you haven't seen in the underground. I do a lot of underground comedy. That's, you ask uh, yourself, what are you ashamed of? And you're like, my act. I'm ashamed well, of my that's act. That's true. That, that, that is true. That's true. Damn it. I keep reassessing. Also, also, like in, in seven years or so, you're going to look back at, at your material and you're going to laugh at yourself for the eight ball thing. Like, I can't totally. believe I used to fucking carry around an eight ball. Oh, you know, want to know the best story? Uh, Dennis Miller, like the fucking comedian, like the political comedian, whatever. Um, a buddy of mine used to work with him when he first started and his closer was he would put a box of Ritz crackers on his head and sing putting on the Ritz. Oh, oh my God. God. Damn it. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, Dennis Miller. <laughs> and then when you see a guy like that, you think to yourself, no matter how much time, he's doomed forever. And then he turns into yeah, a good comic. Dennis Miller, yeah. It takes a long time. I used to do a bit about being a turtle. I can't even do it for you. I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> do I, it. I, I mean, literally, I, I would go, I go, imagine being a turtle where you're like inside, you're like, you're outside, and you're like, oh, I want to go inside. And you know what? It's sunny out. I think I'll go 
out soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd walk and I'd be like, ah, oh no, dog. And I'd come back in. <laughs> actually, actually, it's pretty Wait, funny, it's right? It's pretty yeah. <laughs> Actually, holy shit, that was not one of my first... I'm fucking talented, man. You're like, I started off stage, everybody. Yeah. Sorry. That is actually funny. Sorry, maybe the way I... I don't know. It's cute. It's cute. I was cute. And I you got to that by asking yourself, what are you ashamed of? No, I don't know. Now my Did new stuff... Did you use stuff. the method? Bro, you got to see my new stuff. Okay. You got to see my new stuff. You use the Callan method? <laughs> when I cut heads off in slow motion on my special, it was... Uh, anyway... When Jeremy. you tied a cow up, that bit? <laughs> I almost spit my beer out, yes. Jeremy, uh, you, if you always, are you from L.A.? Yeah. What part? West side. What's the west side? What, what part? Woodland Hills. Yeah. <laughs> really? really? The valley? And you call it the west side? Because it sounds cool. What got you to do stand-up? Was it uh, just being funny around your friends? Or? Yeah, I'm kind of a funny guy. So. Yeah. Good. Who are your heroes besides me? You know, Anthony Bublitz. <laughs> Who? Anthony Bublitz. Anthony Bublitz. Hey, man. Um, really? He's my hero. Wow. What the hell? Fuck yeah, there you That's go. That's somebody's favorite joke of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, uh, you are, without a doubt, one of the funniest Lopez's we've ever had on the show. Uh, <laughs> I thank you so much. Yes. He's on Twitter. Hi, at Lopez. At Slopez. S-L-O-W-P-Z. I like that. Slopez. Uh, so you sort of answered this, but let, let, me, let, me, let me ask this question that I always ask first-time guests when they're on. What's something that you did when you first started out that you can't believe that you did? Something maybe you said or you did. I've had a lot of crazy answers from a lot of great comics. You'd well, be, I wore a amazed. wig. Like that Ritz thing, for example. Yeah. I did. Did I, you really? I wore a wig. Tell us about and I it. I just remembered that. You'd go out in the wig? or I would go out. And, my mother had a wig. We had the same coloring, my mother and I. And uh, I would wear her wig, which was not really... But you couldn't really... It, you couldn't prove it was a wig because it was a short... So it looked like I had just really awesome bushy hair. And I would wear it. And I remember a comedian who was older named And people Sarge, bought it because of the coloring. They did. It, it, it looked like it was my real hair, and I would go out there with the wig on, and uh, for no reason. And and uh, but it was a little bit like the way he wears a hood. I was kind of hiding and playing a character, and I was cutting together. Was it long? Like how? It far was down? about. It was. I had the video. Did it look like God. a man's hair the, or a woman's it looked, hair? It, my mother had always kept her hair short, and so it was kind of puffy and uh, you know like a Sandy Duncan kind of thing going. I don't know. That's I'm dating myself, but it was a it was a fluffy wig. It was it wasn't long at all. It came down to about here, and so you couldn't tell if I just had incredibly full female hair or, and people would look at me and I uh, uh, Sarge, who was a guy who'd been doing stand up for a long oh time, I remember Sarge right, and yeah. he said he looked at me and he watched my tape and he goes he just watched and he goes hey Bri and I goes you don't need the wig, <laughs> and he was older and I was like oh I was a little shamed and I went I don't and he goes nah let it go you can let it go. <laughs> I never Did he make guys. you t- give me the wig? Give Turn the in wig. the wig. Give me the wig. He goes, put, go put the wig on. Come over here. Move. <laughs> I want you to move around me a little bit. I got so, some butter. So he made you retire the wig. I retired the wig. What happened to Sarge? He, um, I think he's still doing stand-up. I don't know. I think he got married. And I don't know. Huh. <laughs> How about you, Neil? Any, anything crazy? I don't have like a specific awful story or like I never wore a wig or anything. Anything like, terribly embarrassing? I wrote for Singled Out. Does that count? Whoa. That's, That's crazy. pretty pretty 
pretty embarrassing. The original. Like, the original. Uh, the f- season one. Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Jenny Hardwick yeah. And Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. There you go. Wow. So that's something. That's crazy. What was your favorite skit on the Chappelle show? It's a great question, and it's. Why um, was the blind KKK member? Yeah, it's just, like yeah, the ones you'd think. Right, yeah. That one, Rick James, the the famous ones. Was there one that something that you wanted to do but you couldn't get it through? No, there was never. We didn't have enough. We didn't. No, there was nothing that we were like. We were sitting on so many sketches. We had to do like seventy sketches. So it was just like anything we had that was like a well, quarter of an idea. Well, my favorite thing, without a doubt, and it's one of my favorite things in comedy, is the third disc. Of the DVDs, which I mean, I mean, I just remember having those that season of DVDs, mm-hmm. so I say it that way. But the deleted scenes of season two, the whole way through, yes. is about I think it's like 40, it's 45 fucking, minutes. No, it's way longer than of, that. Of the most unbelievably hilarious yeah. stuff, and if it's you've way, seen yeah. the sketches, you're just going to laugh for however long it yeah. is. Probably about. I'm an glad hour. you like. No one's the, ever told the, me they the like. First, the best, and I always tell everybody it's an absolute must see. The deleted yeah. scenes from season two of the Chappelle Show. And Charlie is, Murphy tells a story about beating up a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. The first sketch I ever did on Mad TV. This is the first my introduction to film. I was, you know, just in LA. The first thing we did was called Schindler's Lost, written by Jews. It was all written by Jews, and and I remember which is rare. Go ahead. Right, right. And I remember going, and it was I was I played Schindler, and I was lost <laughs> and couldn't find directions to get the Jews to save. I'm not kidding to save the Jews. From being put on the trains, and I was a, a my major in college. I was a history major, and my area of focus was Nazi Germany. And I remember going, I don't know if you guys know how bad the Holocaust. I know you might be Jewish, but you're from LA. I, I literally remember shooting the scene and going, "This is this is crazy. Like, there's no way." And I, I'm yelling at you, Ken. We're on the moon, practically, and I'm doing this fucking bad Liam Neeson impersonation, and. Steven Spielberg, so this is what I, we were told, Steven Spielberg heard that we were making fun of the movie and said he'd do everything he could to shut us down if we aired it, and that thing stayed in the can, and it's somewhere in Fox. In the Whoa. Never, we never aired it. Schindler's Lost. I was like, yeah, guess what? I can understand how that would be a little offensive. And you don't offensive. think it had anything to do with you being in that well, Spielberg film? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? But how about that? Interesting. So, yeah. Nobody's going a little too far. It. Did you ever get to watch the edit of that? I never saw the edit of it. No. I, but it doesn't matter. Everything I do is so grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the comedians. Let's do it. Great stories, guys. Thank I can't you. believe you wrote on Singled Out. Oh, That's yeah? amazing. Yeah, thank you very much. Put your hands together for Brian Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Brian Kelly. You Hey y'all. I have a girlfriend and we just celebrated twenty-four month anniversary. It sounds longer when you say I'd rather say twenty-four months than uh, two years. That's if I gave you the days, if I calculated the days for you, I think I just might retire because that's that number just sounds way too comforting. Uh celebrated is also a strong word, uh because I pretty much just arrived, and uh, she demanded that I put a down payment on some sushi, a bottle of vodka, and a box of Kleenex, because there is obviously some crying going on. I get annoyed at my girlfriend all the time. Uh, part of the re- one reason is because uh, she never knows where she parked the car, and uh, yesterday we were walking around a mall for 
what seemed like hours. And uh, she says, I, I don't know where you fucking parked the car. I don't have a car myself. I have too many DUIs. I'm not even thinking about parking it. Uh, so she said, well, I have an idea. I'll just set off the emergency car alarm. And I said, that's a great idea. Have you done this before? She's like, <laughs> I do it every day. Brian, do not fight the bear. Get away from the bear, Brian. Okay. <laughs> Brian, you buried the lead in your whole act. The, fu- the fucking craziest part is you have a lot of DUIs. Yeah. But you're talking about all this other shit. And meanwhile, I want to hear about your DUIs. Just two. But then- that's a lot, right? What too, too many. The third one, you go to the, you go to jail, right? Yeah, yeah, the third one, you go to the, and I and I got my first one in Arizona, and I didn't want to go to Tenth City, so that scared the shit out of me. Oh, shit, yeah. Arizona. Did you change your habits or anything? I just don't drive, but I drink like a motherfucker. I drink a lot. <laughs> right. Uber is your. So if you started the whole thing with literally went, I don't drive because I, I I drink like a motherfucker. You know, you could start your set that way. Get to the gist of it. You don't have to give us all the details. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're talking to a, no offense, but a girl, and then she's like, you'll never believe no the offense. story. What? And she tells this long story, and you're like, oh my God, you're a girl. I don't give a fuck about the Winzo sill, and there was a bird. I don't care. Get to the point, because I'd rather do anything else but talk to you. You ever had that happen, like, all the time? So, you know, get to the, get, you got to get to the meat of the subject. Just think that you're talking to a guy. Get to the bottom line. you got to keep whittling away till you get to the actual gist of what you're saying. For example, so if you drink a lot, talk about that. Talk about being irresponsible and, you know. Yeah. It's hard to organize thoughts when you're drunk, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, or you could just drink and not do stand-up. But whatever the case, it's up to you. No, I'm not. For example, in, in the first 30 seconds, you talked about 24 months, and it's different than saying two years or whatever. But yeah, you I was just doing a bunch of... Your perspective on that was never really clear. No. Could, I mean, at least... Math jokes are really hard to do. That's kind of like a math joke. You're trying to get us to... You know, you, were you trying to compare what sounds worst, like 20... Four months or right. right. This is a crowd that laughed at a guy pulling an eight ball and a package of baking soda out right. of his pocket ten minutes ago. You know, you, you right, start talking right. math, you're going to confuse. Guys, everybody. he's shitting on you now. He's shitting on you. Tony's <laughs> shitting on you as a crowd. But what? But if if you if you drink and you're not willing to give it up, there's something funny there about how you're willing to put up with whatever it takes to not you know give up your drinking. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not that big of a drunk. Oh, you're not. Okay. No. How long have you been doing stand up? Three years. Where are you from? Well, I started in Chicago, but I'm from Phoenix. How long have you lived in LA? I'm here for like another day or two. And then you go back to I've been to here LA. for three weeks. Then you go back to Arizona. I go to Chicago. You live in Chicago? I live in Chicago right now. But you're from Arizona? That's right. Okay. How long have you been in LA? Just a few weeks. What'd you get to see or do here that was fun? I've just stayed along the strip. What are you going to say about L.A. in Chicago? I, l- I love it here. No, walk us through exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> I saw you guys uh, on Wednesday at Death Squad. I've seen a lot of shows. I've just been hanging around the store a lot. It's your second time on Kill Tony, right? Yeah, I was here last, last week. week. Yeah, so that's <laughs> cool. We got up twice. Too. You talk it's pretty about good last luck. Week? Uh, we talked about nail biting. That's right. Oh, Let me see your nails right now. Let me see your nails. No, They're fucking atrocious. Him. He's not going to stop biting his why, why do you bite your nails? Are you just nervous about the world or what? Yeah, pretty much. Are you? <laughs> yeah. So why don't you talk about that? 
What are you afraid of? He talked about it last week for a minute. It didn't work. But what, what are you afraid <laughs> of? Like, why do you, why do you, why do you bite your nails? Talk I'm about st- being a grown. Still man. trying to find something that works. Jesus, Tony. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm still trying to find something that works in a minute up here. Yeah, a minute's a bitch. No, yeah, I couldn't course. do it. And I'm just busting your balls. You're doing a great job, but uh, you know, stuff like that math joke when you don't hear any response from that, you know, it's, yeah. it, you got to try to figure out what's going on there and what you're, what or you're trying to say. Or go do more numbers. Put more numbers out there. <laughs> just crunch them. I think people would want to know 365 days in a year times two. What's that, Brian? Too many. Asian girl, do you know the answer to that? No, I'm kidding. All right, guys. 7.30. Oh, very good. Wow. Fuck yeah. Big brain on Brad. (laughs) Nerd patriot coming through using his robotics. So, Brian. Yep. Uh, are you looking forward to going back to Chicago? This girlfriend of yours, is it true that uh, she's black 18 and lives in Knoxville? <laughs> no. How long have you been dating this girl? Two years. How's it going? It's great. She lives in Chicago. No, she lives here. That's why I'm visiting. Oh, you scratched your nose when you said that. What does that mean? <laughs> That's an Fuck yeah. Cocaine. Just smelling your finger or something? I'm just, I'm just smelling my fingers. <laughs> Jesus. Like, like, yeah, maybe write about the thoughts you have when you're in Chicago and she's in sunny California. You, you make it sound like she's fucking somebody. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just like to get real low with my voice sometimes. You know? So your girlfriend lives here, so she's going to be staying here, right? She's here, yeah. Are you concerned at all that Dusty Lester's still going to be here <laughs> with his girlfriend no. in Knoxville, your girlfriend out here? I know. It's these young bucks out here in L.A. I'm an old-timer compared to him. You need to move out here. Yeah, I think so. How old are you? 30. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm literally thinking of Dusty. I'm thinking of other names for Dusty Lester. (laughs) You guys ready for one? You know what made me laugh? Rusty Dumpster. (laughs) Just made me laugh in my own head. (laughs) Brian Kelly's a very Irish name, is that right? That's right. You have two DUIs. That's right. (laughs) Do you think that uh, your ancestors would be proud of you? Keeping up that uh, tradition? I, you know, they probably didn't live as You long. probably come from a long line of Irish people saying, fuck it, I can drive. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Brian, you have the, uh, you have the excitement energy of a, uh, <laughs> of a stool. The stool is actually bumping you off the stage right now. Cool. No, I love your style, Brian. Have fun in Chicago. Right. Come back and see yeah, you. Yeah, I'll see you. Bye-bye. Brian, Thank you. Yeah. Brian Kelly, he's Nancy yeah. B. Kells on Twitter. Nancy B. Kells. All these people are in relationships. Isn't that crazy? Everybody's got a girlfriend. Tony. Everybody's talking about it's crazy. Couples. It's insanity. It's nuts. <laughs> when I was just a few years into stand-up, I was single as fuck. Make Jesus, terrible Tony. decisions. There you go. It's crazy. Oh, I know this guy. He actually, uh, I believe he debuted his stand-up... Uh, stand up completely here. I think he came here to start three weeks ago and I think he's been on all three weeks since. Put your hands together for Chandler Raper. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. You got any parents out here tonight? Yeah, a few. I'm not the only fuck up here. I got a kid. I love it. It's a daughter. She's three. I woke up the other morning and she was laying in bed next to me right against my side and every time I moved she would find her way back to me without opening her eyes. It was the sweetest thing. And as I lay there, listening to the birds chirp, watching the sunrise, I couldn't help but think, do I really need to wash her piss off both of us right now? 
We can't wait a little while. I can't be mad at her. She's only three. I wet the bed till I was 12. The worst part about wetting the bed when you're older is doing it when you stay at a friend's house. It's the only time you'll ever wake up covered in piss, praying that it's someone else's. I wake up, flip the covers back, hoping it's him. He just got it on his thigh where he rolled into my puddle. Then I've got to hurry and beat him to school on Monday so I can tell everyone he tried to touch my dick or something. But it's not just pee with my daughter. When she was about a year old, she was walking around the house with her diaper off. Comes up, tries to hand me a fucking turd. I snapped. I went, ah! Hit her right in the chest. She drops it right on the space bar. Now every email I send looks like a giant hat. All right, let's finish it. Every email you have says what? I said, every, now every email I send looks like one giant hashtag. Because she dropped it on the space bar. A space board? Space bar? Space Surfboard? Bar. Space surfboard? Surfboard? <laughs> Cock? Space bar. She dropped so the turd on the space bar. Of the computer. Right. Okay. And everything I left looks that part. Like- I, yeah, it's part, of a longer, it's part of a longer thing, and I, I knew I was approaching the When minute. you said space bar, I thought it was some kind yeah, of candy I bar. Left, that I, I left out the part that I was on the computer. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of a longer thing. So he thing. said space bar, and you thought, oh, that's a type of candy. I literally did think that. Like, I, the way his accent, I'm like, oh, that's and some kind spell, of candy bar. That must bar. be a southern candy, a southern delicacy. He didn't mention computer space at all. Bar. He said He's that right, poop landed right, on the but space you bar. a typewriter? I don't know if Chandler is a typewriter. Are you a typewriter guy, Chandler? No, I'm not. Laptop. Space bar. It's candy. Have you, have you guys peed yourself I, lately? Like, but as I mean, adult? it's like, no, look, dude, you got a, you got a minute. I have. But that's, uh, yeah. When was the last time you did? I get paid. This older, wealthy gentleman pays me. <laughs> to bro, pee in your own pants? Yeah, it's a whole weird thing. I got to scrub his floors. and It doesn't matter. I got to wear that mask. But listen, um, you got a minute, bro. Got a fucking minute. Why are you ta- telling me these long stories about your... Just talk about my daughter pissed on me. You can start right there. My daughter was sleeping. Now right. she's three years old. She pissed on me. He's like, Come on. Get to the joke, man. You're like literally like you're dragging it out. I keep hearing these guys. You have a fucking minute and you guys are telling me these long details and there's no joke it's so true hurry up a lot of people he's taking a lot of other people out on you um, no but I mean but I mean but I mean you got a minute yeah but if they don't write jokes for a minute then they, they, you, you want you have guys who just do one line. But it's so true. I mean, even guys that do it. even guys that do four or five minutes on the Tonight Show, they have a laugh in their first thirty seconds, almost guaranteed. Hopefully, my daughter. My daughter was sleeping next to me. She peed on me. She's three years old, and I was like, "Do I have to?" We. She was so cute. She was cuddling me. Do I have to wash the piss off of both of us? I mean, there's something there, and just yeah. keep going. Well, normally that gets like, a laugh right out, and that usually hits right out about. Did that 20 throw you seconds. a little bit then? It did, yeah. Okay. No, I've done it a few times last right. week, and it usually gets a laugh right, right. at Wash the Piss. So you off felt maybe you were, you were And that's rushed. right in about like 20 seconds, something like that. Right. But yeah, I was planning on, I had a set planned for the, uh, the room downstairs, but I didn't get on, and I had friends show up, so I was just like, well, I'll sign up since they're here, and I just took a chunk of and the... And you're uh, from Alabama? Is the premise of the piss thing that <laughs> normally you wouldn't, if someone pissed on... Is it that if she just pissed by herself, you'd be like, fuck it. But since she got some on you, you're like, now I got to clean us? Right, yeah. Well, that's what woke me up. Otherwise, I would still be asleep. Right, but you'd be like, well, maybe say that. Like, if she pissed, I'd be fine with it. But, you know, once she gets something on me, then it's a new, whole yeah. new game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, you know, like don't. There's something about that. Or like poo. Yeah. Something about poo. No, but I mean, like your idea, you, there's something there, of course, but it's just, you know. You got a minute. 
<laughs> it's hard, man. Now, Chandler, yeah, you're from Alabama. Yeah. And you've been doing stand-up how long? Uh, this is my seventh time on stage. Oh, okay. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. Brand new. So, yeah. Right. Oh, you did a good job then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did a good job. It's hard. It takes balls to get up on stage. Seventh time, you're like, you don't even know what the fuck is going on. You did a good job. Yeah. Thank you. Good yeah, job. Man. Thank you. Sorry, sure. I was mean to you. I wasn't mean. <laughs> I wasn't mean to you either. I just, just remember that. Just remember what I'm saying. Like, just edit, edit. Just keep asking yourself. It's like ask yourself the next question. So, I, why I'm t- thinking about P? There's got to be something about. Why am I thinking about that? What? Where, where's the truth in there somewhere? It is know? true. The most common mistake, and I think everybody's guilty of it when they're very first starting out, is there's this uh, thought that you have to, you have to set it up to be able to knock it down. But the truth is, is you could just come in throwing punches and you're already throwing punches. The strongest offense is fucking a strong offense. (laughs) So you just have to go for it. And right now, you're the seventh time, so just keep getting up on stage. Right. But take that note and let it hit hard now that edit that shit down. Yeah. You know, I I didn't really, that didn't really hit me until I was like six months in. And I remember I went down to, a, it was my first paid gig, maybe four or five or six months in, whatever. But Sam Tripoli took me down to La Jolla and he's like, dude, you're doing good, bro. But this setup's are way too long, bro. You just trim that shit. Fucking trim it. I remember right. him doing this with his fingers and it like haunted me. You got to trim the fucking fat. Got to trim the fat. And it was so true. And then all of a sudden it's pa-pow, pa-pow, pa-pow. Yeah. Nothing's stopping the crowd from laughing other than long setups usually. So Yeah, just, keep coming back to it, man. If it makes you laugh, if it surprises you, then it's good. Right. But just be relentless about that. You gotta be an asshole to yourself. I have a daughter, she's three, she peed on me. I got her back, took Boom. a shit on her face. There you go. Ryan. You can you can write a red band show. Ryan. You can turn it into a one hundred percent red band show. But you can you can have artistic license, you know. Maybe she threw it at you because you know you told her to go to bed, and she was like, "Hada, hada, whatever." I don't know. And then there's something to that. And both you, of those are true stories. You dodged and it hit the bed, and now you have to, you know, whatever. I don't now, know. Now Chandler, you're from Alabama. Your name is Chandler Raper. You're from Alabama, and you and you have a black girlfriend, correct? <laughs> you black, do. You actually and, do. Black and Filipino. Correct. Oh, good combo. That's a great mix. Do you, do, does anyone combo. have a white girlfriend anymore? It's <laughs> a good combo. Raise your hand if you've ever dated a white person. Do you feel at all threatened that this new 19-year-old from Tennessee that also How has a black girlfriend... How do you spell your last name? Why are we not talking about his last name? How Raper. do you spell your last name? Raper, like it sounds. R-A-P-E-R. R-A-P-E-H-E-R? That's awful. No H. R-A-P-E-R. Rape with an R. Chandler Raper. Oh, I get it. Raper. I'm Chandler Raper. I'm feeling kind of rapey. Do you not? Do you talk about that? That your last name is Raper? If I get called up and it's like a joke is made about it before I get on stage, right. what do you say? You got to make that your opener. Let's man. say it's a name, not a profession. Put your whistles away. Yeah. Put your whistles away. Oh, Put your whistles away. Put your whistles away. I don't want to dwell on it too much. Well, yeah. you could just say that's how you were made. You're, you're conceived, and it's your last name. Right. <laughs> Uh, that's that's hilarious. It's funny, Chandler. Fuck yeah. Chandler. So what's next? You live out here now, huh? Yeah, I do. You've been doing spots. Uh, yeah, last week I did four spots. Right. Five because spots. at first you were just doing Kill Tony. You did two Kill Tonys in the in a row, and you said the la- you haven't been on stage since one week. And we told you yeah. get on stage. So you've been on stage what four times since then? Yeah, I went. It's on, working. Yeah, I went up three Wednesday and then once Friday. 
I love it. Chandler, keep hustling, man. Great job. Did Thank it you. again. Good job, buddy. Good job, Chandler. Thank you. Alabama. Alabama. Tennessee. Be relentless. Jeremy Lopez from L.A. <laughs> Blatantly. Like every Jeremy Lopez. There's no other Jeremy Lopez's other than in Los Angeles, by the way. It's 926. You could tell our guests are having a blast, everybody, as no, no, they no, I'm just, no, no, I was just into the microphone. I don't, want the, the, I don't want the fun to end. For you, hundreds of thousands of podcast listeners, it was exactly what you thought it was. Um, put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Chris M. Segarra. Yeah. My name is My name is Come on, Chris. Hey, how you guys doing? How do you like my outfit? I was going for uh, if Frodo lost his job and became a magician. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. I just came up with that one. Don't feel bad. You're supposed to laugh. I have a reading disability. I was actually born full Puerto Rican. <laughs> you guys don't have those out here. They're just Armenians and bed bugs. I like how everybody got, everybody got crabs in L.A. And you just decided to call it bed bugs and call them exterminators. Um, I just call my mom. Um, right now, <laughs> I'm, I'm lying. I don't call my mom. I'm Puerto Rican. I don't know where she is. Um, <laughs> right now, I'm looking for a, anybody with a sci-fi fetish. I don't actually have one. I just like to get kinky sometimes, and I have a hard time role-playing as anybody that's not Chewbacca or Bigfoot. Yeah. That one's going to fall like that. <laughs> um, I like Tinder. It uh, connects me with people that went to college and aren't ashamed of trading blowjobs for weed. <laughs> Fuck yeah. My favorite thing about you, Chris, Sorry. is how you silently laugh at the end of all of your jokes. It, it, it's like, it's like Adorable. a, come on. All right. Please. At least you went through it. At least you committed. I tried, He was good. Just commit. You slowed down. You committed. That takes balls when it's like crickets. You, you ready for this? Yeah. First time on stage. Oh. oh there you go. Oh. Right. Ever. There you go. First time on stage. And, and I decided to wear flip-flops. That's Why right. are you wearing flip-flops? That's a classic. Because only I can't afford socks, Red Man. Oh. <laughs> nice Damn, job, he bro. called you by your <laughs> First <time>. stage name. <laughs> My stage name, even. I'm going to call you Brian like your mom. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. He just <laughs> called out your first name. Jeez. Uh, How old are you? Uh, 22. In yeah. July, I just turned 22. Good job, bro. Yeah. First time on stage. It's cool. Thanks, man. I admire your eyebrows. Fucker. <laughs> Thank you. I, I spent five hours right before the podcast you, just picking at him. Do you really? No, I, I spent a lot of time. You got a big family? <laughs> what? You got a big family? Uh, kind of. Youngest, not youngest, as big as my eyebrows. Youngest of the family? Or? Middle child. Middle child. So this is your first time yeah. on stage. Is stand-up something you've always wanted to do? Is this a new thing? You going yeah. for it? What, what's the deal? Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from uh, I moved out here from Jersey. How long ago? Uh, in May. In May. Yeah. Gotcha. What are you doing out here? Um, trying to find a job and fucking feed myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, but no, I, I wanted to do stand-up, and uh, I was always, like, kind of a little bitch to get on stage. Right. And I was, like, fucking... Until tonight. Until tonight. Mm-hmm. Nah, I signed up how a bunch you, of times, but, you know. How did you yeah, like it? Good. Was it what you thought it'd be like? It's exactly what I thought it was going to be, and I ate as many dicks as I thought I would, <laughs> and uh, it actually felt good, and I'm not afraid anymore, so I'll be back. It's good. good. Yeah. yeah, good, man. Ah, yeah. Look at good that. Job. It feels good. Good job. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's just, you know, sometimes uh, I, there's always that thing where it's like, I don't know whether I've heard it before or whatever, but I'll tell you this, one thing that stood out to me was I liked that uh, 
I have a reading disability. I'm Puerto Rican thing. I don't know if born full Puerto Rican. I don't know if I've heard that before, but it, it, if it if it's, it's, one, it, it before, it's a great problem to have is when you don't know whether it's hacky or brilliant. Yeah. But it made me laugh. But cool. but you stepped on your own funny stuff. You just kept going. You did, people didn't even realize it was a punchline, but it was very funny. Actually, I didn't think I was gonna have enough material for the full minute. And right. then I ended up not even going yeah. through most of the shit I wrote down. No matter so how long you ever have, and this, you know, this goes for everybody. You should always, it, the, you should always perform at the same speed that you would perform if it was ten minutes or twenty minutes. You just, you know, you can't just mm-hmm. go faster and get through it. But uh, one thing I would definitely do is I would just now that you've done it, listen to yourself while you're on stage and think of what it would be like as an audience member to be hearing you. You it's know, you're tough watching so this fast. shit later though. Yeah, but, but it's uh, always But uh, it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be great. So I figure if I just get on stage, like, every single fucking night, if I can. But that's can, what I'm saying. I'm not I'm saying listen to, to the right. podcast. I'm saying listen to yourself while you're performing on stage. Oh, you mean, like, while, like, while I'm doing, like, in the middle of it, just kind of slow down the pace a bit? Yeah, and right, and right. That's blatantly what I'm saying, Chris. I mean, I couldn't make it more obvious. I don't know what exactly So you're saying I, I should do. take my time. Yes. Yeah, just sure. Have yes. it like a normal conversation. Sure. You know, like yeah, just no, I know. I got you. Why, uh, why the middle initial? Chris Sagara. To distinguish me from the other ones? Sagara. No, it's, it's, because, it's because I have a... It's just a stupid thing. What's I don't know. Should name? I drop the M? I don't know. I'm just uh, curious Michael? as to why you like it. I definitely say drop the M. Yeah? yeah? No, one no, I, no I, I have no oh, opinion either way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just stands for Michael. It's just Chris for Michael Sagara. Yeah, serial killers only use their middle initial. Yeah, but you know wow. what? You got up today. It takes a lot of guts. <laughs> yeah, of people yeah. Like, talk about it, but they don't do it. It's hard to get up and try to be funny in front of a bunch of people, man. It's, yeah, no shit. I learned it's that very tonight. scary. I couldn't move my face the first time. I couldn't move my face. Was I the wig? Like was, did the wig get in your mouth? Wig, or something? Had, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you saying you couldn't move your face the first time I was on stage, or no? <laughs> that's good. No, I had my face tight. No, I. Uh, you're right. It's it's not easy, but you did it, so that's a big deal. Good job. Cool, man. Good job. Keep writing. Good shit, man. Thanks for having me. Have a good night, guys. Chris right, Cigar, man. everybody. First time. Wearing his father's Stand favorite shirt. Fuck Keep yeah. practicing. That adorable silent laugh. Chris, grab that uh, piece of paper oh, that uh, you put God's sake, Chris. Don't worry, no one's going to steal these. <laughs> Hi-oh, there you go. Chris floating out some of that second grade first time humor. Uh, Chris Cigar, everybody. Good job. Another first time. That's right. How exciting. Chandler Raper, the comedian before that, started here three weeks ago. Popping a lot of cherries. Crazy. Tony, lot this of is like uh, this is like uh, this reminds me of you and the forty-one-year-old virgin. Oh, Speaking great of movie, popping huh? cherries, how about that movie, guys? Run out and get it. I think <laughs> it's still available on Redbox. You guys remember so the forty-one-year-old sure virgin, everybody? Yeah. Oh, real depth of character there. You should have seen. <laughs> I played Steve Carell badly. That's when you know you're not that good of an actor. Like I watched it, I was like, well, I'm not even good at playing another guy playing <laughs> that character, like, and I really wasn't. It's amazing. It's amazing. Actually, go check out Brian and uh, Mike Young's new movie. There you go, Mike Young. Mm-hmm. What's that called? My Man is a Loser. Yeah. Where can people find that? iTunes. Find that on iTunes or Redbox now or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's not really in Redbox. Are you, you going to kill yourself? It is. Yeah, really? <laughs> Which I just found out. I was supposed to do this, pr- this press thing for the Redbox. I was like, and I literally was like, I'm not going to do that, actually. I'm not going to promote that. No. But I'm very proud of Mike Young. He did a great job. I love it. Awesome. 
Yeah, I'm talented as shit. Let's I'll move show on. My, we're gonna play my reel after this. It's so fucking great. Yes, it's it's 45 it's so minutes long. Yeah, because there's so, so many different variations. I cry. I can cry. Like I can just let one tear fall down my cheek. For those of you that don't know, Brian's reel is actually a. It's it's called by many the Kill Bill of reels. It had to be split up into two parts because it was so long. There was so yeah. much amazing True. stuff. Well, there's the whole slow motion shit I did: running, right. chopping right. wood, fucking. You know. Half an hour. Half an hour of it. It is in slow motion, so that we're looking forward Just to doing that slow next. Slow motion. There's one scene where Neil shaves me with a straight razor. It's fucking. There's awful. one part where fuck. he walks through. We fuck. Then we My fuck, fuck we with our dicks. My favorite part of your reel is tub. when you're walking through the produce section of that grocery store, sl- oh. taking one bite out of each fruit. Oh, just hey, eating, eating all the right. slow motion the whole time. It's by the nine, way, guys. It's Let's move on to the part of the show where we. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Where we bring up our two regulars who have been doing a new minute every single week since the show started. Uh, this is always fun. We get to watch them grow, do different stuff, um, and it's always a blast. Going up first tonight, she dropped out of college at the University of Florida after doing stand-up for the very first time on this show. She's been doing a brand new minute every single week since. Put your hands together for Kimberly Congdon. Kimberly! Yeah! Yeah! Hello, guys. Uh, I've decided to go green, which is really cool. Um, and I've started carpooling because I want to reduce my uh, carbon imprint on the earth. And I've also started recycling my men uh, because I want to reduce the penis imprint on my reputation. <laughs> uh, but it's hard to do that because nobody ever wants to go back, you know? I feel like going back to an ex is like taking a shit after a shower. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like you spent all this time taking this bad shit off of you and then you feel dirty again. And then you have to shower again and we're in a fucking drought. <laughs> no one has enough water for that. Um... I think if you go back to an ex... There you go. That was good. Yes. Thank you. Good job. Yeah. Another, another fun time. Hey, and you're wearing... Well, well thought out. Jokes. It's a minute. And you worked at that. You worked hard on that. That was good. Is that the you. wine shank collection that you're wearing? <laughs> it is. No. But you were disciplined about it. Like they, You, you kind of reminded me of someone who actually... You came up here and you. I, I feel like you worked at that you you thought about you wrote the, jokes. the rhythm and the joke and it's hard I write jokes yeah, yeah. it's good put in the work two 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 Bravo. It's What's definitely a, two, two, two. a solid new minute to uh, throw into that stockpile of hey for the for the recite for the uh, the um, recycling no the one the uh, carpool one carbon imprint yeah you should maybe something like you want to Basically, you're just going to get murdered, and that's how you're going <laughs> to... Like, that'll reduce your carbon footprint. Well, no. Well, the whole point of that is just to, like... Uh, the whole point of the joke is keeping my the number of sexual partners low. Good I joke. think a lot of girls do that. They have sex with the same guy because they don't want to add new notches to their belt. Mm. Yeah. That, you should talk about that. Maybe. Though. Right, right, exactly. That's yeah. funny. Exactly how you're explaining Kay. it now should be part of that, and you can stay right in the pocket on that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. 
But that's a smart joke. Like when I, the minute I heard that joke, I was like, it's not maybe not all there yet, but yeah. like I, I swear to God, I when the minute I heard that, I was like, she's that's a she's smart. You're smart. Thank You're you. like you have potential. Like it's funny how you can hear just that, and I go, oh, that's really interesting kind of joke. That was a good joke. So you, you obviously have a lot of potential. Brian. I think you're smart. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but you have a lot of potential. That's good. <laughs> Neil, I think you're smart. Thank you very much. Go on, robot. Uh, I think you're smart. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Anything you want to ask? Uh, anything you want to ask Neil or uh, or uh, Brian? Um, can I open up for one of you guys? Hey! Okay. I created a monster, everybody. Oh, find me it. on Tinder, yet, everybody. Tinder. Welcome to show. Take she wants time. to fuck. She's smart. <laughs> she gets it. Come over to my place. We'll talk about it. I got a mint jewel. I'll take some pictures of you. We'll see what happens. Awesome Get stuff. Get your sauce you. up. There Kimberly you go. Congdon, there she goes. She's on Twitter at Kimberly Congdon, everybody. Every well done, week, Kimberly. Every week, a brand new minute. A lot of, lot of big comedians don't have that kind of work ethic, so it's important. That's a fucking hour a year. Anyway, your other regular, who also writes a new minute each week, is uh, regular on this podcast, and of course, Dysentery. We know her, we love her goofy sense of humor. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sarah Weinshank. Yeah. What's up? Chicks with creative blogs freak me out. It's really bizarre. It's like their dad said, hey, you got to get a job. And they said, fuck it, I'm going to get a blog. It's like, if you're so creative, why don't you create a real job? I was on a blog called Cupcakes and Cashmere, looking for inspiration. And I came across something that said, DIY credenza makeover. Do you know what a credenza is? It's a fucking side table. There's a girl with a blog encouraging you to call a side table a credenza and spend all of your free fucking time refinishing it with your friends. Yes. Wow. Right. Powerful. Right in that typical Sarah Weinshank cadence. Weinshank is a great name. Right? Sarah Weinshank. Yep. <laughs> what a fucking, that right there is, a, is just, that's astounding. I can just see the one hour. Weinshank. Yep. Gets shanky. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, good but, thing uh, you're not naming her first hour special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Weinshank. Getting shanky. Just, yeah. Getting shanked. Guest starring Brian Callen for no reason. <laughs> I like your outfit too. Thank you. It's the wine shank collection. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sarah. It's a it's a fun new minute. I actually knew what a uh, a credenza was. You did? Yeah, because it's a uh, it's a name of a professional wrestler's finishing move that used to wrestle ten years ago. <laughs> it was called the Moss Covered Three Handled Family Credenza, and it was an inverted perfect plex. So I don't even know. <laughs> I literally don't know what just the words that you said. I like, know. <laughs> exactly. And I was amazed when that was the name of this move. Like, I remember the announcer being like, oh, 
by God, he just got him in the Moss Cover 3-handle family credenza. And I was like, whoa, 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 what? And I looked yeah. up credenza, and I was amazed to find out that it was named after, like, a dresser. You could tell he had some... Anyway. Yeah, uh, it's but so is that what, what's, what, what exactly is a side table? Well, okay. Credenza, if you look it up on Wikipedia, there's a few... It's very obscure. There's no, like... Matter of fact, answer it's like a buffet table or also like a side table. Like, no one really knows, but right. like, people pretend that they do, I think. Right. So, yeah, that's my credenza. It just sounds good. Where are right. you from? The Valley. What are other things? She sure do? shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> shut me right down. Um, I, I, I'm going to sound like an acting teacher, but I'm getting to a point. I, I guess I'm just getting older, and this is it. I hate when. I hate. When older, especially dudes, are in a position like this, and then they ask like somebody who's out there doing their thing these stupid questions. But you're very pretty, okay? And yet you probably are fighting that as a comedian a little bit. Is that is that fair to say? Would you say? Do you think of yourself as? I mean, I don't want to put I, you on the spot. I mean, like, I'm not like. Give yourself a number, one to ten. What are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting to a larger point, but I asked the question because you don't have to answer the question. But, but I, I, I think, I'll answer in my head. Okay. Okay. So and, you and don't. So, and so, so you're. So I, I think that maybe there's some comedy in exploring the idea that you don't want to become a victim to your looks, or maybe you, you know, you maybe there's a liability there, so you kind of. Yeah. Do you, do you, does that make yeah, any no, sense? It makes am sense, I, am but, I in the area? But I just don't want people to be like, oh, this bitch thinking she's pretty, pretending like go. she hates herself. Okay, so you that, know what I mean? Okay, so that's <laughs> what I was getting at. But so, um, why? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I'd rather talk about credenzas. <laughs> it's very funny. Okay, but so there's something in that area, right? Brian's right. got one more question. Because Will you marry him? <laughs> exactly. No, but, but I mean, I, I, but it's just an interesting... Um, it's an, I see that in you a little bit, you know, and, and so, you know, explore that a little bit. I think there's... I like what's going on in the middle of all that, you know? I, I don't... It, it, it's almost like you don't want to... I think a lot of women who... A lot of young women know that there's a built-in prejudice to being funny and pretty. So what happens is... There's also a guilt which is associated with the fact that, well, I've been given something without really working at it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push that away and I want you to see me for who I really am, who I am inside and all that. But I just explore that. It's kind of, there's something, okay. there's a truth in that. Like a line my... Jesus, I'd make the worst therapist. Okay. okay. She just went like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does that resonate at all? Right, right jokes about shit you want to write jokes about. No, no, it definitely resonates. Yeah. For sure. It's like, I'm a female... I should like get in touch with that and like what I'm working with a little Maybe. bit. Maybe. I don't think you I should. Don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know an acting teacher would say, get in touch with your sexuality. You got to learn how pretty you are. I don't believe that. I don't like saying that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, talk about the fact that that's what you're doing, maybe. I think, I, I think it's pretty feminine material she's doing. I don't think a guy could say that he went on a blog called Cashmere's and Kitty Cats or whatever she said. You know? <laughs> no, no, she's feminine. There's no question. I'm just saying. What, but also, you know, when have you, you know heard anyone about. talk about being good-looking and not immediately been repulsed by it? Right. Well, I mean, That's I guess when I get up with this jawline, it's just, already, <laughs> it's just built in. It's like, who the fuck does he think he is? That fucking with those shoulders that seem to float over his waist. <laughs> Sarah Weinshank, thank you, know you so much. Follow her on Twitter. Yes. She's Sarah Weinshank, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Give Kimberly it up. Getting shanky. Sarah Weinshank, always brand new minutes from the both of them. 
Uh, guys, what do you have coming up that uh, you want to promote? What's coming out? You got that movie? That's at Redbox and I'm on doing iTunes? The, um, I don't know. I'm doing the Goldbergs right now. It's the Goldbergs with our friend Jeff Garland, yes. who was on just a few I weeks play, ago I, with I Sinbad. Play, yep, he was sitting that. right where you are. Really? Sinbad was. And Jeff Sinbad Garland bad. Right That's there. his uh, no, I have Twitter. nothing to promote. Just, just listen. to This podcast is good. Thank you. This is a very creative Thank podcast. Thank you so much. Is, it, is that the end? Here. Yeah, we're at it. Oh, wow. Oh, Neil great. Brennan, you're Neil Brennan on Twitter. Yeah, Neil what Brennan else? on Twitter. Brian, Brian Callen. 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 At Brian Callen, B-R-Y-A-N-C-A-L-L-E. That's a Y. We got Scott Kidd. He's, what is it? At Devo Kid. That's right. The Devo Kid, right? At Devo Kid. At Devo Kid. Oh, I'm Fighter Tony the Hinchcliffe, Kid Brian Redband. Follow Adelise Lane, our sponsor, making delicious food for Elise us. Lane. Elise Lane. Lane. Gourmet chef. Yes. Thank you again Kill to him. Weekly Fascination for our new set gifts. Josh Martin Comic, thank you so much. But most importantly, thank you, live audience. That's episode 67 of Kill Tony. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.